Hello, and welcome to the Selling St. Pete podcast, your go-to resource for all things real estate and all things St. Pete. I'm your host, Nicole Sanchez. To build or not to build? That is the question for this episode of the Selling St. Pete podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about new construction. When it comes to buying a new home, a buyer may opt for a newly constructed home over an existing property, especially in a market that is rapidly expanding. And today, we're going to take a high-level overview of new construction. We'll be looking at factors to consider when deliberating between purchasing an existing home or new construction, as well as the pros and cons of new construction, and questions to ask a builder if you are looking into new construction. And when it comes to new construction, there are three primary types of scenarios to choose from. A tract home, a spec home, and a custom home. Let's start with tract home. These homes are usually built in a planned community or subdivision and may be built in phases. They are called this because they're developed on a large tract or parcel of land. In many cases, the homes will be built by one builder, though there are some communities in which different phases or neighborhoods within the community are built by different builders. If you engage early enough in the process, In many scenarios, you will be able to choose a certain level of customization for the property. You may be able to make minor modifications to the floor plan, and the builder will likely offer a limited selection of features and finishes to choose from. Many communities include amenities such as a clubhouse, community pool, sports courts such as tennis courts, basketball or shuffleboard courts, fitness centers, golf courses, social activities for residents, playgrounds, dog runs, docks, or water access for waterside communities. Some planned communities assess a community development district fee, also known as a CDD fee. A CDD is a local special purpose government framework authorized by Chapter 190 of the Florida Statutes and it is an alternative to municipal incorporation for managing and financing infrastructure required to support development of a community. In other words, it's the fee that a development uses to pave the roads and bring in utilities, etc., other kind of infrastructure for the development. And a CDD is controlled by a board of supervisors After six years, the power must begin a transition from the landowners and development to the residents of the community. A CDD is a legal entity that has the power and right to enter into contracts, to own both real and personal property, to adopt bylaws, rules and regulations and orders, to sue and be sued, to obtain funds by borrowing, to issue bonds, and to impose assessments and levy taxes on properties within the district. 
These taxes and assessments pay the construction, operation, and maintenance costs of a defined set of services and facilities of the district and are set annually by the governing board of the CDD. These fees are itemized and incorporated into a homeowner's annual property tax bill alongside other county and local governmental taxes and assessments. We don't see too many tract homes or CDDs in Pinellas County as the land is mostly developed and large tracts or parcels are very hard to come by these days. That said, there are a good number of tract homes and communities, both with CDDs and without, available in the greater Tampa Bay area. M&I Homes, KB Home, Neal, Lennar, DR Horton, David Weekly Homes, Inland Homes, Taylor Morrison, these are just a few examples of some tract home builders in the Tampa Bay area. Now, let's look at spec homes. Spec is short for speculative because the builders and or developers construct a property before having a specific buyer. Spec homes come with features and finishes the builder or developer thinks will appeal to the greatest number of potential buyers. Like tract homes, you may be able to find a spec home under construction and pick some elements if you are early enough in the process. But it is unlikely that you will be able to make sweeping changes to the floor plan or have unlimited choices for features or finishes you desire. We see a number of spec homes being built in St. Pete as homes are torn down and new homes are being built. Domain Home and DHM are just a couple of builders whose homes you will see being built around St. Pete. And lastly, let's talk about custom homes. With custom homes, you buy the land, you hire a builder or developer or architect or engineer, you may also choose to include an interior designer, and you build a custom home to your specifications. It is not always necessary to hire an architect as some builders have basic floor plans that you can tweak for an additional cost, but that decision is yours to make. When it comes to buying land, this gives the buyer the opportunity to build your dream home on your own schedule. That said, it is important to note that you will be paying property taxes even if you haven't built on it and you'll need to maintain the land. Additionally, if you purchase land in a remote or undeveloped area, it may not be connected to utilities, water, sewer, natural gas, electricity, internet, or cable, and that can be expensive to bring utilities to the property. Excavating, cementing, and or backfilling the lot could also be costly. And lastly, you will want to ensure that the zoning for the parcel allows you to develop the land the way you'd like prior to purchasing. The last thing you want to do is purchase a parcel and find out that you're not able to build the property on it because the zoning does not allow that. With custom homes, you have a say in just about everything. The floor plan, the upgrades, the finishes. However, that process can be overwhelming for some buyers. If decision-making isn't your strength, building a custom home could be overwhelming. 
Building a home from scratch requires the assistance of an experienced engineer and architect, while buying from a developer means all of that work has already been done and factored into your price. If you utilize an engineer and or architect, you may have to pay to have the land tested to ensure it is safe to build on. You may also have impact fees or the cost you pay a municipal government to expand services to your new property. Additionally, financing is different with custom homes. Oftentimes with tract inspect homes, buyers are able to utilize traditional financing from lenders, loans such as FHA, conventional, VA, and USDA loans. With custom homes, Buyers who are financing the purchase of a custom home use a construction loan. And in a, an upcoming episode, we will talk about the different types of construction loans available for people looking to purchase a new construction home. So here are some things to consider if you are thinking about purchasing new construction. When viewing model homes, it is important to understand what is standard and what constitutes an upgraded feature. The experience and quality of builders varies greatly. When choosing a builder for your new construction home, look beyond the photos on their website and in their marketing materials. Speak with buyers who have purchased their homes, look at online reviews, look up the builder on the Better Business Bureau and check with local or state regulatory organizations to see if there are any major complaints or lawsuits filed against them. The builder will likely have a preferred lender offering incentives. If you choose that lender, don't assume the builder's terms are the best. Make sure that you also compare them against your own mortgage or research other lenders and see how they compare to the builder's preferred lender. Just like an existing home, newly constructed homes can have hidden or latent defects. Make sure you hired a licensed home inspector that is not affiliated with the builder to inspect the property. Depending on when you enter the process, you may have two home inspections. The first after the home has been constructed but before all of the finishes have been put in, and the second just before you close and take possession. To date, I've not had a single new home construction transaction that did not have to have something addressed that came from the home inspection. And most of the time, the items that needed to be addressed were not major items, but they were definitely items that the sellers or the buyers wanted to have mitigated before moving into their new home. When you buy a new home, you shouldn't walk into the sales office unarmed. The builder's sales agent represents the builder, not you. By utilizing a real estate agent not affiliated with the builder, you will have someone advocating for your interests, not the builder's. A realtor can also help provide insight when comparing builders and communities. Give yourself flexibility with the base price. You will want to make upgrades and may also want to set aside money for a premium lot. 
Be sure you leave enough room in your budget to make the upgrades you desire without going over your budget. How long do you plan to live in the home? If you expect to stay for only a year or two, the market may not have time to catch up to the home's price, especially if you opted for a large number of upgrades or if you are new into the development of the community. If a new home is overpriced compared to nearby existing homes, staying put for a few years and allowing the market to catch up as your new home becomes an existing home is one of the best strategies for you to consider. Also, if you know that you will be selling the home in a couple of years, keep the level of finishes and overall decor neutral enough so that you can have an easy resale. If you add custom finishes or wall colors that fit your unique style, you will either have to spend money changing it before you put the home on the market or accept a lower asking price. Are you one of the first to purchase in the development? Being one of the first to buy in a development often allows buyers to get a better price on a home in comparison to buying at later stages in the community. Builders acknowledge the activity and noise from construction and often reduce the price of those first few homes in the community. Conversely, selling every lot can take longer than a builder anticipated, and when they're trying to close out a development, a buyer could have a couple of advantages. One, the price may reflect the builder's desire to close out the community and move on to its next project. And two, the buyer will also be able to see how the development looks when it is nearly complete. Also, buyers will see what sort of community they can expect and they don't have to deal with a lot of construction. Now, let's look at the pros and cons of new construction. Let's start with the pros. New construction homes come with a significant financial benefit, low maintenance costs. With modern plumbing, appliances, heating, and air, a new construction home can leave you worry-free for several years. Construction materials, systems, and appliances should be up to the latest building codes. Appliances and systems will likely be energy efficient and thus should provide lower utility bills. Floor plan and amenities should reflect the current standard of living. In other words, you don't have to worry about functional obsolescence, such as having only one bathroom or not having any walk-in closets or not having a master suite with an ensuite bathroom. You don't have to worry about wear and tear from previous homeowners. You have the ability to customize when you engage early in the building process and the home will likely come with warranties. Some cons to consider. New homes often don't come with everything you need. It's quite common for them to lack interior essentials such as appliances and window coverings and exterior features such as decks, fencing, and landscaping. Buying the upgrades through a builder will likely be more costly and offer fewer choices compared to doing the upgrades yourself after closing. Before you make an offer, make sure you know what is included in the price of the home. 
note what is missing, and get bids to figure out how much the items will cost. You may be able to save money by having the work done after closing. There's often not a lot of room for pricing negotiation with new construction. You may not be able to move in right away, and you may have to find temporary housing until the construction is completed, particularly if the construction of the home is delayed. You might have to wait a while for the community to develop. And similarly, you might have to listen to construction noise until the community is completed. You will also likely have extra traffic, such as construction vehicles and possibly the vehicles of construction workers, and need to make space for construction materials, and also watch out for materials that make their way off the construction site, such as nails or screws. And lastly, new construction homes typically cost more upfront than existing homes. If you are considering purchasing new construction, here are some questions to ask. One, is the lot cost included? Are there premium costs for certain lots? Many times conservation lots or pie-shaped lots, corner lots, waterfront lots come with a premium price tag. Two, how long will my home take to build and what happens if you don't make the date? Does this include the time to get permits? Three, when do extras have to be paid, up front or at closing? Four, how much customization can be done? Am I able to make any modifications or upgrades once construction on the home has started? Five, what warranties are provided with the new home? What do the warranties include and how long do they last? Six, what are the standard finishes? Seven, are you able to purchase your own appliances or materials? Eight, if you are allowed to purchase your own appliances or materials, will the builder provide a credit for those not used by the builder? Nine, is landscaping included? If yes, what does it entail? And are there any warranties on the materials used? 10. Does the contract include an escalation clause? What happens if the cost of materials goes up during the, during the build? 11. Is there an HOA? If so, what are the dues? What do they cover? If not, are there any protective covenants for the neighborhood? 12. Does the builder's preferred lender offer any financial incentives? 13. What are the anticipated property taxes? Is there a CDD? 14. Can you give me a reference from prior buyers? And 15. How quickly will punch list items be completed after the final walkthrough? If there is a major item that hasn't been completed or is on back order, it may make sense to ask the builder for an escrow holdback of funds to ensure these things will be finalized. In closing, I hope you found this high-level overview of new construction to be informative and comprehensive. If you are considering making a new construction purchase in the Tampa Bay area, I would love to sit down with you and discuss your options, whether you are looking to purchase a tract, spec, 
or custom home. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you can listen to future episodes. And if you have a show topic that you'd like to share with me or have a real estate related question that you'd like to ask, I'd love to hear it. You can call or text me at 719-201-5022 or you can reach me via email at Nicole at sellingstpetefl.com. That's N-I-C-O-L-E at S-E-L-L-I-N-G-S-T-P-E-T-E-F-L.com. Thank you.